Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius! Okay, um, hello, <laughs> and welcome back to Conversations with Cornelius. My name is Cornelius, and this is my podcast, and I am happy <laughs> to be here in the Coco Club in Cork for the very first time uh, <laughs> since the last time, when I, uh, which was about an, uh, 40 minutes ago when yeah. we started to record a podcast, <laughs> and then somebody walked in and we had to stop the podcast, and then I thought... I could just press the button and we keep going. <laughs> yeah. And I did that and we kept going. And then I looked down about 20 minutes later and I was like, shit, shit, aid. <laughs> <laughs> it's not there. It's not yeah. there. Um, <laughs> so I have egg on my face, which is very inconvenient because I have a, a beard and, you know, no one wants food inside in their beard. But uh, I have some great news. I have some great news. You've already heard this great news. <laughs> This so is great. It, but isn't yeah. it, it is great news. Though. It is fantastic like news. Like I have a new sponsor this for the podcast. This blew me like. away when I heard this. Yeah. I couldn't believe you've got this. Like. You couldn't believe it? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe it. It's you could, crazy. Like I literally yeah. lost my sponsorship last week and this week I'm like... to the, the Everything just falls onto your lap. The universe. <laughs> is, that the right, is that the right phrase? <laughs> what did you say? Everything just falls onto your laps? Yeah. I only have one lap. Everything falls onto your laps. Every, like, if you, it's the thoughts become <laughs> yeah. things. I was like, oh, how yeah. am I going to get... And then out of the blue, I was contacted by myself. <laughs> I and can't I, believe it. I just said, listen, yeah. do you want to sponsor your own podcast? And I was like, do I want to sponsor my own podcast? Sorry, do you want to sponsor your own pod- podcast? And I was like... Yeah, I do. Yeah. And um, didn't even have to think about I it. I didn't even have like to think about it because yeah. I'm a big fan big of fan myself. Big fan of this guy. Yeah. You know? I work with him regularly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there isn't a, <laughs> there isn't a day we're apart. <laughs> you know? Like, and you think now <laughs> I get sick worse. of this, like, looking yeah. at this. And I am. I'm sick enough of looking at it. Um, but yeah, so. But you, I, congrats. Congratulations. Like, oh, that means, that actually means yeah. an awful lot to me now, like, because I know that you, you're also we're considering um yeah it's making me feel bad with myself you know i feel like i'm not achieving now oh, oh i'm so sorry about that <laughs> but like you're achieving way more than me Sinead, and i'm about to get into what you're achieving so let me have my like little glory with my pad <laughs> with my podcast like um will i tell them what it is do it's a patreon yeah. It's a Patreon. I'm backing myself, lads. Um, and the good Let's news is, and you know this as well, you've heard this already, I already have one Patreon. W- would you like to tell the people who it is? It's Noelle! My own wife. Yeah. She's backing me. Seven quid a month, lads. Nice. She's, and she's getting free content. She's getting early access to, pa- to podcasts. She could have got it for free. I'd have given it to her for free. I love her. She's the mother of my children. But she's like, no, there you go. Have the seven quid. I got and your back. Patreon, take a quid out of it. So we're only seeing six. So we're down. <laughs> we're actually down a few bucks. So if anyone is interested in listening to me ramble on and in a few other podcasts, I have three episodes of, of unheard pod- podcasts on the Patreon. And uh, three different tiers go on and check it out and um yeah delighted to uh, welcome myself on board can you pay for all tiers can you pay for all three <laughs> well there's four tiers actually right oh. so the first the, the first tier is for five euro right Very and nice. uh, you get all like little fancy stuff but you get early access to this podcast so if you were like oh i really love the podcast i'd like to listen to it 
24 or 48 hours earlier than I'm listening to it at the moment, five quid. You're in. Incredible. You're in, like, for, yeah. for a fiver, like. You get to go around and gloat. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard it? Oh, you haven't? Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry about that. Oh, fuck's yeah. sake. Because, Lord, <laughs> it sucks for you. <laughs> but then you're probably thinking, could it get any better? That's, uh, is that what I don't think it could. It, well, it, well yeah. have you got two, two more euro on you? Oh, my God. What do you get for seven? Once a month. (laughs) 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 Once a month. (laughs) Along with the other features on the five euro uh, section. I've never laughed like that before. (laughs) You get an extra, unheard, limited edition. Uh, episode of the podcast. Can you imagine oh that? Oh my eh? god! Like your mind is blown. That is. is I gotta sit down. <laughs> you are sitting down. You gotta stand up. <laughs> I am sitting. I gotta stand up. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, like you're thinking, oh wow, this podcast. Wow, Jesus, how could it get any better? It uh, not if there was another bloody episode, that's how it could get better. <gasps> there Ooh, is like an exclusive. It's ex- that's the word I was looking for. That word I couldn't find it. You're good with words. Nice. You should do your own Patreon, it's but not right like now. Work with, pretty, we don't work with words. Or you something. work. You work with words. <laughs> it's all just Pulled. vowels and consonants. <laughs> I just work with words and children. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that's tier two. Uh, you probably would you would you have any interest in hearing about t- tier three? I I need to know about the following tiers. <laughs> <laughs> Tier three, right? Um, and I, I don't want to make a big deal of this, right? But it, it could possibly be the biggest deal of all. And you, if you want to be on the podcast, right? Yeah. You get an opportunity on tier three to have your own very special episode recorded on the podcast. How much oh, is it? Wait, no. And yeah. then they are on the podcast. So if you said to me, look, I want to be on the podcast, right? I'd say to you, grant. 18 euro a month <laughs> <laughs> but like what if it's a stalker or something oh listen they have to they, I don't care <laughs> it's 18 euro I'm down 6 bucks <laughs> I have to reclaim back that money I have to get Noel off the patronage and get some real people on it could on. be anyone but see this is, this is what I'm doing is if you want to be on the podcast if you want to be you get your own special Zoom podcast where we do a, a podcast on Zoom and it goes just oh, on so to they the, get to see it as well they get to see it Ooh. they get to hear it and it's on that tier and then if it's any good and I have to preference if it's any good because if it's shit I'm not putting it up on the real the, into the real world but if it's any good it <laughs> might potentially go out to tier 4 which oh I hadn't talked God. about. It's the exclusive I don't know one. if I can handle tier four, to be honest. Well, tier four was the tier that was around all, all the time. It's just that you, you, you don't have to pay for anything. <laughs> you can just listen to the podcast every week for free. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know. And um, yeah, so, so if you don't want to pay for any extra content, you can just keep, keep listening away to Come this. Come on, so. guys. Pay for his podcast. Come Sign on, up guys. to his Patreon. He puts in a lot of work. Thanks, Sinead. Yeah, he really does. Thanks a million. Know. And I'd, I'd be happy with the... Um, Sport the arts. Come on. Come on, guys. It. Just get on to www.patreon. Like, I mean, I am sponsoring my own podcast. I'm out there creating jobs. Literally. Literally. Like, yeah. you know, um, we're down we're down a few <laughs> quid at the house now, you know. So can you sort that out for us? Thank you, guys. That's a seven-minute intro. Usually when I was working with the former... Um, uh, 
never to be mentioned again, West Cork Beard Company. Um, no, I'm only messing. I love the I love the West Cork Beard Company. They only wanted ten seconds. Look at the value I'm giving myself. Seven wow, minutes. Wow, that is true. You know, and I'm not even paying myself. Look what you could be getting, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Seven minute intros. Like, I mean, it's out there for everyone. Look. <laughs> I'm not going to go on about it. I'm just. I want to talk. I want to talk a little bit before I bring you on to the stage. I want to talk about last night. Um, we did the Coca Club. You headlined here. You smashed it here. How does it feel to be back? It in was the a world? great gig last night. It mm. was brilliant. Great buzz. And yeah, we were having the conversation about because it started at six. Well. Mm. Around six. Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, close enough. But yeah. yeah, maybe five, six, seven minutes past and six. We were, we were thinking like, oh, because you asked the audience. That was like the first thing you were saying. You were like, would you prefer like a later show or like, or do you like the... And they were all like, nah, we like the six o'clock. We were mm-hmm. like, oh, mm. we weren't expecting that. No, I think we were all actually... I was very surprised with that. Mm. And it was like unanimous. Oh, this is great, six o'clock. And um, like, I, I, I really hope to do two shows on a Saturday. That's the, yeah. like, imagine doing, like, a six o'clock show and an eight o'clock show. You're still home for, like, you know, half, nine, ten o'clock for match of the day and a bag of yeah. chips, not from <laughs> yeah. Speedos. Oh, that's the other, pe- that's, that's a call back to the other <laughs> fucking. in the first one. The first podcast yeah. that wasn't even recorded. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, the practice podcast. But um, you, yeah, yeah, life is crazy. Um, it's, it's good, though. It was great. People were, people were just happy to be out as well, aren't they? Yeah. They're just buzzing to be here. In a club, to be anywhere, really. You could just tell, like, yeah. even when you're com- when I'm coming up on stage, you know, and just doing the, the chatting at the start, you could just tell people are exactly that. They're just like, I think it's behind us now. I think it's behind us. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I was scared. I suppose we were all a bit. At first, we were a bit skeptical. We're yeah. like, it was all happened very fast. I suppose we were going to let down so many times <laughs> during the last two years. We're all like a load of trauma. Yeah. We're like expecting the worst. But and it was, and then I for a finish, it was like, oh yeah, by the way, tomorrow, off you go. Yeah. Back to normal. So weird, like, because yeah. we only did one at Christmas time. That one um, by the Lee, what was it called? Fitzgerald Park. Or not, was it Fitzgerald Park? Fitzgerald yeah. Park. Lark by the Lee, or Nighttime by the Lee, or something. Nights by the Lee, I yeah. think. Yeah. In association um, with the Good Room, not sponsors of this podcast, but listen, I'm going to get onto them during the week now that I think about it. Yeah, they're yeah. sound buys. Sound buys. Um, but we were like, it was so touch and go. We were like, will we even be able to do that? Yeah. And initially, like only a couple of weeks later, everything's back. Yeah. Like couldn't have seen that coming at all. Like. And even the gig we did in Trabulgan during the summer, it was still oh, kind Trabulgan, of. Oh, Trabulgan, what a place! <laughs> <laughs> that was a great laugh, actually. That, that place a mystery. There's no coverage there. It's really unusual. I think they should do an episode of Scooby Doo down there. Yeah. It looks like a real place that they could do a good, like adventures could happen down there. You know? Yeah, crimes could be solved. I was telling you, <laughs> I stayed there. We we got a house for the comedians, but of course, Ollie have. <laughs> Parental stuff, <laughs> your children, I think they call them. Excuse me, I was out till half um, eight that night. Okay? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so all you guys had to leave. So I had this big house just for me. Like it was literally just me and the house. I was saying to Carnage, I was like Goldilocks and I was jumping around on all the beds, like trying out, trying out which one was good. <laughs> and uh, that was fine, slept was fine. And then it was, I knew I had to leave by about 11 o'clock the next day. The cleaners were coming. So they arrived in and they were like, uh, oh, is there many of you here? I was like, just me. <laughs> and they were like, oh, that's brilliant. We won't have to change be- many bed sheets. So I was like, <laughs> um... <laughs> They Did anyone like, sleep in this bed? They were like, which uh, one yeah. Which one were you in? Just show us which one you were in. I was like, um, <laughs> I was actually not. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Would 
but you could there's definitely a yeah. bit in that like there's yeah. like definitely a goalie locks uh, uh, joke to be had in that they look at me like you prick like, <laughs> did you like, actually hop in there's a lot of beds in that place and that yeah. it was like there was, was some of them like <laughs> the beds have been there for a long time there was proper like dents in it and oh stuff Jesus. like yeah yeah but uh, yeah, of course, she have to do that. Even your yeah. child lives on. I mean, jumping around. Yeah, I'd be the same. I'd be like, yeah. I'd be. But I'm a, I'm a pillow guy. I needed like a, a real flat pillow. So if if it was a big pillow, I'd go around. Yeah, we fights in our house over pillows. We are all the same. Like, how, what kind of a pillow do you like? Do you like a big pillow or a small pillow, a flat pillow, a I, fluffy pillow? I actually have upgraded my pillowcase to a silk pillowcase Ooh. yeah la i'm not a fan of silk my head falls off the pillow. <laughs> oh you picked it for my hair it's supposed to be good for your hair oh right so it makes it less frizzy and stuff okay and i got a lot of hair yeah. so and, and it'd be good for your face as well <laughs> <laughs> your face and your hair okay like less wrinkles i think write this down here now yeah. I need to get a silk. you don't need botox guys just get a silk <laughs> a silk pillowcase yeah, yeah. I, uh, and silk is expensive <laughs> it cost me seven euro. It's probably silk is not expensive. Is it real expensive? Where'd you get it from, China? It's definitely not real. No, it's definitely not real I silk. No, I, I, I don't know. If you're buying, where are you getting your silk from? Like, I mean, that is good value. On I silk. got it in. Oh, where's the place now? There's a load of places. Harry Curry. <laughs> he sounds like a reputable marketer. Come to Harry Curry for some top-notch <laughs> seven-euro silk I think it's Harry Curry. One of those places. There's like a load of them there together, um, like Argos and oh, all of them yeah. there in a row. So it was one of the ones. I think it was Harry Curry. Do you know what I mean? You just go into a shop <laughs> and you don't really know what it is or I where you are. I hate shopping, Sinead. Oh, my God. It's like Harvey Norman. I used to work there. You used to work in Harvey Norman's? Yeah. I was a store greeter slash loss preventer. Was it like very hard to work in that type of a place? It was just for Christmas, oh, so yeah. I was in college, um, so they had this role. Of literally, it was very Americanized in a way. Mm. Do you know, you had the store greeter, like, mm. I'm sure Irish people were, were freaked out, you know what I mean? Poor we, things. Like, Do you want a silk pillowcase? Just me, just me <laughs> standing at the door, hello. <laughs> like, Welcome to Harry Corey's, <laughs> or sorry, like, Harry Norman's. They were just looking at me being like, hello, like, look at that, like, what the hell did you want? And that, like, and what, would, you, would they just ask you, for, where's the aisle for electrical yeah. tin openers? And, yeah. And you... Furniture bedding? You had to, yeah. <laughs> you had to know all the aisles and stuff like that, is it? No, I just knew <laughs> it's set up in that, like... There's electrical computers, furniture and bedding. So there's four corners. So you just kind of <laughs> send them towards that corner. And that was your whole direction. day? Yeah. Was yeah, the money good? There was one woman, she came in, she was asking about candles, brought her down. She's an old lady, like, brought her down to the candles. She was like, no, no, Kindles. I was like, oh, sorry, we don't have them at all. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Um, uh, how long ago was that? That was... Oh, we're talking maybe seven or eight years ago. Mm. Long, yeah. long. T- before I get on to your... Be- I'm going to bring you on to the stash. I'm going to bring you on to... I haven't brought you on to the stash yet. I have said your name, though. This is the longest of all time <laughs> before I ever brought anyone onto the stash. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, comedy... You've heard this before. Comedy comes in many ways. For yeah. some, of, of, for some, it's by diligently seeking it out. And for others, it, you kind of sashay into it from the arts. You might be a singer. You might be an actor. And suddenly, you find the stage of comedy. But for today's guest on the world famous sponsored by his own patreon page episode of conversations with cornelius we have a guest who quite literally fell into the comedy world without any 
kind of Stum- plan. Stumbled in there. And not only did you stumble, but like you kind of broke all the broke all the doors and everything and now you're like absolutely huge you're a dj you're a radio presenter you're a writer and the creator of your own rte tv show two seasons of seriously sinead and a mind-bendingly brilliant amazing stand-up comedian please ladies and gentlemen welcome to the (laughs) stage the incredible sinead quinlan (laughs) 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 we're singing different songs (laughs) what song were you singing I was thinking I can't do the can can. Oh my hamstrings would hold up. I don't think they would. The can't can't. I can't can't do the can can. Um how are you? Welcome. Hello, thank you for welcoming me. You're welcome. For this for the this is the the third time. The third time because we tried to start we did we have a 15 minutes. I'm going to put that on the, P- on the Patreon. The episode that never was is what I'm going to call it. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, for, for only 18 euros or 7 euros that you're going to be able to listen to that. It's amazing. But then we got cut off and we were getting, like, we were really into a deep, good conversation before, <laughs> yeah. maybe 10, 15 minutes into it before I realized that we weren't recording. We'll talk about it again. We will talk Remember. about it again. Uh, how are you? Tell me, how's the farm? What's the crack? Pretty good, pretty good. We were talking in the first podcast. <laughs> in the you, first podcast, you were saying like, "How did you feel about um, just walking to the gig and stuff?" And yeah. uh, I was saying to Cornelius, it felt like something out of the Purge. Mm. Walking the movie. through town last night. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, we were kind of contrasting it to, well, for me, which <coughs> I said this to Noel during the week. I feel like someone pressed the pause button on my life in March 2020, and then. When Mihol got up on the podium there a couple of weeks ago and said, right, okay, from tomorrow, back, and that's play. And it's like, oh, my God, because I'm not used to the pace. Yeah. Because it was, we were flat out, like, before this, before the pandemic. I know I was, like, I was running Coco twice a week and The Kingdom twice a week, doing other gigs, loads of other projects. And I was literally, I didn't have any time. So I was delighted in a way to have a bit of time to, to chill out, but like literally the last year and a half, I've just been itching to get back. And um, I just, I think uh, it's kind of weird now and your, your, your description of the purge last night, because what, like, what was town like walking through it? Like I live about a half an hour walk from here, so I was walking through, la la la. And like as soon as I like got to kind of South Mall there, like crowds of people, Roaring, shouting, like in great form. Do you mm. know what I mean? Merry, like happy out. Loads of teenagers, hooligans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hooliganing around. Uh, and just, the cops. There was like ambulances, fire brigades <laughs> passing. I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, uh, very strange. Yeah. Literally, it was so surreal. Like, at one point, there was like a hundred young people just ran down the street. I don't know, did they rob something or something? And they literally just like, or were they having a fight? I don't know. I just make up my own scenarios to what could have been going on. Do you listen to music when you're walking through the streets? Yeah. Some t- I used to do it, but I, I've stopped doing it now. But I used, I used to love it because I'd be like, oh, my God. I'm in, like, um, a music video. Or it's funny you said that, actually, because there was so much happening. I actually took out my AirPods because I was, like, I had yeah. to kind of experience what was happening. It's a sense... You're yeah. Like you're hearing, like, and, and it is, like, for, do you know why I've stopped it? Because I actually was listening to a podcast with Tommy Tiernan 
and he was like, I don't, I love music, but I don't listen to it when I'm going to gigs or when I'm coming home for gigs because I want to experience what's going on, the sights, the sounds, the smells, the touch, the taste. <coughs> and it kind of, it made sense to me, like, you know, because you might, I've often had, a, I've often come up with a joke from something that I might have heard on another table or heard passing outside yeah. or I might find something funny that leads my mind to think of a segue into something else. But no, it's still brilliant listening to music walking through the streets as well I love mean, a bit music of, uh, yeah what music do you like everything literally everything every single type of music do you like opera yeah do you um i don't know if you've heard, heard the scratch no you gotta listen to them okay. so good are they new modern yeah they're irish irish fellas for them um they kind of like it's like trad but it's not trad like they play the drums and we should already put on a bit. I don't know. It's hard to explain it, but they're unreal. Like, they're just... The scratch. O- the scratch, yeah. They're just all go as well. Like, it's yeah. real. They were... I can't even explain with music. They're just you electric. You fucking sang on stage last night. I'm just after... You've got a great <laughs> singing voice. I do. You, you <laughs> well, sang right. Blackens the Colour, was it, on stage last night? Yeah. Well, well a bar it, of it, like. It half happened because somebody else started singing as well. Mm-hmm. I sang... I was telling a joke about how we love Christy Moore so much. Like, we all just know the lyrics and we're born. And he sang, like, one line of it. And then another man sang the next line. That's right. So you, then I just kept going. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was like, I'm not singing anymore. You're, yeah. a, you're a great singer. You're a great singer. Did you, did you, did you, did you sing? Uh, no. not. I don't sing that much. I probably should. It's weird. I'd actually be more nervous to sing a song than I would to get up and do stand-up. What's your sing-song song? Um, my go-to one is Smile by Nat King Cole. Smile, though your heart is aching. Yeah, that's the one. Smile. Oh, the words in that are haunting, aren't they? Yeah. Smile, though your heart is ringing. Na, 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 na. Oh, that's yeah, a good song. It's a good, it's a good one. And would you be like, um, Janae, come on, come on. Would you be like, no, I'm not singing, I'm not singing, I'm not singing. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's me. No, really, no, guys, I'd hate the attention, yeah. Smile, though your heart, <laughs> sing a bit of it. is aching. Smile, even though it's breaking. When there are clouds in the sky, you'll get by. If you smile through your fear and sorrow, Smile, maybe tomorrow you'll see the sun come shining through if you just smile. Now you're useless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I changed my mind. Yeah, it, uh, it sounded good last night. I think that's jo- gorgeous. Yeah. That's fucking gorgeous. My my sing song song is um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, all nice. You ha- all you have to do is go. Is this the real life? And everybody else takes it away. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, that's great! Like you can get through it. Yeah. Like, if you know two or three strong and it's lines like in four it. songs in one. And it's like yeah. four songs in one. Yeah. And it's like it's a real to get everyone going because you don't have to put it in. But that was beautiful. That was beautiful and unplanned and amazing and fantastic. <laughs> and I tell you, it's a good segue into because I think there's a kind of a vibe change now. Right, all of a sudden I feel kind of vibey. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I'm going to do the word association game. Okay, cool. So do you know the rules? There's no rules. The rules are there are no rules, okay? I like it. Um, I'll give you a word. You just give me back what you're thinking. In It can be one word. It can be a sentence. It can be an emoji. It can be a grunt. It can be a song. Um, 
but yeah there's no right or wrong answers so I'm just going to grunt singing that's the first one I swear to god that's the first one I know that's so weird singing it's so fucking that is, weird that is I'll show really you, look. weird I just don't want to show you look what oh my god that is so fucked up but it's not really like it's not really but go on singing healing oh, hat Oh, yellow. <laughs> Water. Essential. Corn beef. What's in it? <laughs> <laughs> the den. My buds. Stand up. My passion. TV. Ooh. <laughs> Hurling. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul McGranagh. <laughs> Home. <laughs> <laughs> what was that one? Home is the name. Paul McGrath wasn't it. Was, you went, oh, it was like Paul McGrath. <laughs> but Paul McGrath. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Home. Family. God. Hmm. Dating. Ah. <laughs> Food. Yum. Breadcrumbs. <laughs> Bagel. <laughs> Dating. Scary. Hulking. Uh, green monster. Law of attraction. Um, I believe in it. Affirmations. I like them too. Death. Hmm. Chips. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's... I'm just blown away that singing is down. That is crazy. It is because, like, obviously, like I like I know your your very first set was you you had a famous bit. If anyone has seen your thing about corned beef, so like I have that in there. You always wear a hat on stage, like myself, so I have a hat in there. Yeah. You were the presenter, the roving reporter on the den with Zig and Zag and Ray Darcy. That's fucking just amazing. Like, I grew up with the like I was the original. That is still surreal for me as well. I'm just like, what? Did that actually happen? Like That's so <laughs> mad. Like I remember the den when it started. That's how old I am. When Ian Dempsey was on the den, like Dempsey's you know? den. Dempsey's den. Yeah. And um and then to like it's like do you know the way they say you're like seven degrees of separation, you're only seven steps away from anyone in the on the planet. I'm like, I'm only two steps away now or three steps away from Ian Dempsey <laughs> or two yeah. steps away from Ray Darcy. Because you know him and I know and he knows you and I know you, so that's my two steps away from him. So who does he know that's famous? How far, how could I get to Pele? I'd love oh. to get to Pele. Dustin probably be closer to Pele, would he? Who does Dustin know in the soccer world? He knows, well, they know Bob Geldof. Bob we could Geldof. go to Bob first and then would Bob <laughs> have some inside track? Hmm. <laughs> 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 no. I don't. I think I'd have gone to Paul McGrath before Bob Geldof, and then Paul. He would Do you know, know they've. Well, no, actually, not the day. And it was the big breakfast. Um, they met Robin Williams. They went. To Isn't the that amazing? Bre- but Robin Williams. Do you know what? No, now you have all the love for Zig and Zag, but I really didn't like their move across the water to the uh, fucking big breakfast. Dawson didn't either. Didn't he? Nah, he's given them stick. Brilliant, brilliant. No, they look. Took the soup. They took the soup, yeah. they did, and it's like, um, <laughs> and I remember that, like, De- Denise Van Outen was on that show as well with, um, what's the... Chris the Evans, isn't and it? Chris Evans, yeah. yeah. And it was good, but it was very, oh, we're English, come on, yeah! Yeah. Kind of, I just couldn't warm to that. I was like, I gave an English fella fierce hassle here last night in, <laughs> yeah. in the Cocoa Club. Um, all Has to be done. Tongue in cheek, like, yeah. I mean, 800 years and all that, but... Um, oh, it is like the 50th... 
today uh, isn't it today the 50th anniversary yeah of bloody sunday yeah. um yeah that's crazy i did a i did a podcast yesterday with kyla and her mom is kyla cobbler um and uh, her mom is from the north so we talked a little bit about that but like i'm not even educated enough on it to kind of to get into yeah. it isn't it mad that like we're so far removed from it like we literally are at the bottom of ireland yes but we don't know mm. a lot about it like which is wrong yeah and and like unless you're into it and you're reading up in it or whatever and i suppose if you were they 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 Tyg, you know Tyg Hickey, Tyg always says yeah. that there's a fierce begrudging um, like kind of annoyance with the Catholics that live in the north of Ireland, with the south of Ireland, because of that. You know, the divide that they don't, that it's almost that we don't care. And um, it's not that, like, I mean, I definitely don't not care, but like, I don't know, it's just, it's not, I suppose when it's not in front of you every day of the week and when you're not seeing that, yeah. the, the thing, it's, it's um, you disassociate yourself with it, a small yeah, bit. Yeah, it's kind of like a privilege thing, isn't it? We're like, yeah. maybe we don't, yeah, because it didn't affect us at all. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, if you went back, uh, I suppose if we went back 150 years, Sinead, it was fucking affect like this city, where we are now, right, we're, we're, we're in Castle Street and there's a, a street over there, North Main Street, right? Um that was burned to the ground by the Brits, like Jeez, uh, like yeah. 150, 160 years ago. Um, now there are people in England that listen to this podcast, but I'm assuming that you are you're of Irish descent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but if there's any pure blood English people, I would just um, you know subscribe just to the Patreon. That's what I would say to you, right? Um, wasn't there like a wall around the city and stuff? I'd love to actually do a tour. Like I know yeah. like North Main Street and stuff used to be a slum, wasn't it? Oh, there was um. Uh, there was a jail at the top of North Main Street where the, where the capital, the, 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 I think it was called the Capital Jail, actually, where the Capital Cinema is. I wrote a show with Peter um, years ago uh, called A Happy Haunting where we were doing a, a mind-reading show and we had it all built around North Main Street. I came, I, little bits of it come into my head every now and then. But there was a jail. It was like, it's still a rough enough street now, like, you know, North yeah. Main Street. Like And I, I parked there the whole time, but like... You can see the belly of Cork City when you walk up and down North Main Street. Like, yeah, you um, can. Like Tony's Bistro now, like you know. Oh, some place for a fry. What a spot! What you a get spot. a fry for a, to feed about five people. Like, yeah, and it's just yeah. for one person. Like, literally, they do have fries. one of those competitions as well. All you can eat. All you can eat, but it's like, see, they get you with the bread and all that. Do yeah. you know what I mean? They be filling you up on yeah. bread. And you have to have the bread, like. You have to have the bread. Yeah. You get like a big bucket of tea yeah i think there's a steak as well <laughs> yeah. who has a steak in their breakfast Nobody, like? like yeah yeah it's a there's a, a sham yeah it's like i don't eat i don't eat meat <laughs> they'll right? shaft you every time <laughs> <laughs> i know the guy who owns uh tony bistro uh, i went to they're school with sound. him I yeah, think they they're sound they live they're from Fomoy originally yeah yeah jonathan he's living in they're very nice and the oh. wife they're lovely they're so nice and he, does his sister still work there I'm not sure. Anyway, listen, lads, I, he, he had no interest in, in whether Johnny... We used to call him Johnny Chicken in school, whether Johnny Chicken... But what, um, a, what a free, honestly. Oh, Such a good spot. Great spot. Um, listen, I've just had a look there. We have talked about fuck all, and we're <laughs> half an hour into the fucking podcast. Just the way I like it. I like that, though. Yeah. Just free consciousness thoughts. Let it yeah, out. Let great. it out, and just let the funny out, and let the interesting in. Um, okay. Okay. So we'll move on, all right? I just want to ask you. So look, I think it's. Int- I think your backstory is interesting. There one or two things that I you used to do social work before you became like a comedian. Yeah. And you used to work with the Cork Simon community. Am I right in saying that? Yeah. Uh, were you working in that 
world prior to like prior to you becoming like because once you hit comedy you almost it almost just kind of it was like full steam ahead with it wasn't it it was mad like i was in simon the whole time um because i went back to do the masters then social work Mm. so i was still in simon while doing the masters but then i kind of getting towards the end of the masters and telling you social work's a tough job like yeah holy shit yeah. Um, like I did two placements, one in adult mental health and the other one was in child protection. Oh my God, Sinead. Yeah, with two slash So that was insane, like the harrowing stuff, like yeah. it was horrific. And um, you know, it's like fair play to you for, for, for getting involved into that. But like you cannot blame anyone for not wanting to be in that for the rest of your life or you yeah. know to, like it's hard all i saw was like burnout just everywhere yeah just the teams were all there wasn't enough of them their caseloads were insane like they'd like 50 caseloads each like it was like just and it was just frustrating for everyone do you know mm. what i mean because nobody's winning in that situation like your client isn't winning like the people you work with aren't getting to see you because you have too many people you're not getting to be the social worker you want to be like it's yeah. just and I was like, I just see the frustration. Like nobody, everyone wants to help, but it's everyone, nobody's getting anywhere. Yeah. Um, I just saw that and I was like, do I want to do that? Yeah. Do, you know, do I want to get into this world where like you start, it's kind of like, what do they call it? Like nursing, what's it called? Like a, Calling. A, yeah. Like it is, like my sister's a midwife. Yeah. Um, and she was, she was on here a couple of weeks ago and like she's one of the most amazing people I know but she has developed a toughness over the years because of her work, you know? Mm. That's, like, it's, 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 it's great, it's, and it's necessary for the job that she's in. But I could just imagine the type of armor you'd have to put on if you're dealing... Like, I'm actually not, I feel... Because I have small children, I actually don't even want to talk about, like, what happens to small... Do you know that kind of way? Yeah, it freak I, me out. It, freak, well. it would freak me out, especially when it comes to anything where children are being abused. It just... I just can't... I can't even talk about it. It just, it. But like with the mental health side of things, when you're working in mental health, because I've had my own stints in the past. Thanks be to God, not for a long, long time now with mental health issues. Um, but like, you're seeing it at the other end of the, like you're from children to like to people being spit out with absolutely in despair. Yeah, there was one really, it was really interesting. So. This woman, she had like a psychosis after she gave birth. I can't remember what's it called now. There's a certain name for it, something psychosis, but it could happen to anyone. Something to do with hormones or whatever, and something just, <laughs> something just switches. I don't know, but like. And how did it manifest? Um. So she tried to like throw um throw herself and the baby out of a window, oh, right? So like really, her husband whatever brought her in, and. Uh, so I seen her when she was in the hospital or whatever and, and then I seen her, it was incredible, like the end of my placement, she came back in and she was perfectly fine, but it was like seeing a whole different person. It was just for a split second she went mad for the want was, of a better phrase. Yeah, like. and I was like, holy shit, like this is, it yeah. was, I was like, there's so much more, like obviously, you know, you obviously have depression, anxiety, yeah. but like, just psychosis and all these things were so, like our brain is really crazy. Yeah. You <laughs> can betray us at any moment. Well, you know, we're only one step away from madness at any yeah. stage, I think, like, you know, I know it's, it's, uh, so you, like, and R- Ricky, you, you were doing stuff with Ricky. Do you remember you, because I remember when you first oh, Ricky, started. Yeah. I remember your first gig. 
in in the wonky donkey all right and i remember you fucking smash it i'm not saying that now to blow smoke up your ass you did smash it like you went over your time as well <laughs> oh, way and, over my time you did no idea yeah. of um of the etiquette of yeah. uh, of of comedy um but like you went now i've seen people go way over their time when they're starting off doing comedy people come up and i'm like you got five minutes don't go beyond five minutes and i've seen people come up and get carried away and do eight and nine and ten minutes i think you did about 12 or 13 minutes but you had them all laughing the whole way through it was like you couldn't say you literally couldn't say anything to you you know but i remember you did that and then you know the, the thing that you do then is you'd always um, follow the person that you're like on social media oh this is a new comedian and stuff like that and i remember you talking about reiki on one of your stories and stuff like that and it just yeah. popped into my head when i was um doing out notes for this podcast because i wanted to, to talk to you about it because i don't know anything really about reiki yeah do you so still practice it do do what I is do it? it on myself so you can do it on yourself so reiki is all about life force energy it's like about chi you know okay. that so that everything around us is energy and that if you can imagine like a white light like around you like a kind of an outline around the body okay and then all the different chakras or whatever but then sometimes it can get kind of blocked in certain places yeah. and that white light gets it's not doing what should flowing and reiki just kind of helps unblock and promotes the body to start healing itself because our bodies can do a lot more than we realize our bodies can heal not sound like a real weird hippie, but listen, I'm all with that shit. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm I am I'm, I'm all done with that stuff and, and ancient wisdom and ancient healing techniques. Um, is it kind of like you were you were you were circling your hand there in a kind of a in a gesture? Do you do that? Like, are you like how it's, do you um, mean yourself? There's like, hand placements, certain. Okay. So you're using your hand. So it can be just above like the person's body, or it can be on the body. So whatever you'd prefer. Um, but it's crazy. Like the heat that you'd feel in your hands is insane. So like I've done it on my friends and family, and like they would say as Shut well, up like, "No, what do you mean? You like, like, so let's say, let's say your dad said, Sinead, give me some, do some Reiki on, on me there.' Yeah. What would you do? So, it's different hand placements. So there'd be certain you have in the temple, the back of the head, uh, over the eyes, mm. then like on the chest, on the stomach. Um, there's different levels to the Reiki, like so you can go all the way up and be like a Reiki master or whatever. So I'm on the first level, but um, level one. Level one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's and really interesting. Like, yeah, it is something. I remember going okay because that's interesting. Do you know that was that was something that sparked my interest. I was like, okay, there's depth like, there. There's depth of think of thought. Yeah, and like for me, I, I struggle. I wouldn't be able to meditate. So I struggle with that just sitting mm. and just sitting <laughs> which is what meditation is you're doing a good job there no yeah but like i feel like with reiki like you're kind of doing something in a way so like because yeah. you have your hands doing something so you're you are still meditating but just finding your own way so yeah something different and like yeah meditation is, is a funny one because um you'll hear people go or oh, try like uh, i mentioned Tiger earlier on he does transcendental meditation which is mantra based meditation where you just repeat a word over and over 20 minutes in the morning 20 minutes in the evening he swears by it um i can't do that i can't do that i i do box breathing meditation where like five seconds inhale hold for five seconds five second exhale inhale for five seconds and keep going for as long as i can possibly go nice. I, and but i still find my mind drifting off and then when you find your mind drifting off you just go back to your five seconds of whatever part of your breathing is yeah. um, and you just kind of let it in and you let it out. But I have realized only over the lockdown that meditation comes in many forms. 
Yeah, that's it. You could be meditating all the time. You like could. even just walking. Walking. As somebody said before, even like if you just feel the sole of your foot, like taking each step, like that's like a form of meditation, just mm. being kind of present in the moment. Oh, yeah. I, a friend of mine texted me there today and he said, um, Are you around on Tuesday? All right. Um, uh, shout out to Declan. He was on the podcast here. He's a law of attraction um, expert. He, that's what he does. He, he helps people change their lives through the law of attraction. Are, he, are you around on Tuesday? He said. And Noel comes off shift on Tuesday. And I said, do you know what? Tuesday isn't great for me. Noel's off and I have the lads in the morning and it really wouldn't be the afternoon until I'm ready. And then he came back and he said, sure, I'll just come up and we can just have tea and I'll help you with the kids. And I was like, normally I'd say, yeah. I'd say, yeah, no problem. We'll do that. You know, just say yes. But yeah. I actually said, I was just thinking about it. It's when you went down for the coke, right? And yeah. um, I just sent him a voice. The mail. beverage. The bev- beverage. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> not, not, not cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Coca-Cola. And um, I just texted back and I said, you know what, Dick? Let's give it a miss, man. I actually just want to be present when you're there. And if my kids are around the place, and I, 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 I literally, I turn into like, stop. Get, get off that. Move over here. Yeah. Did, have, you, have you dirty nappy hunter? Do you know that kind of way? And I'm not present with the person. And I think... Yeah. Well, that's good to have boundaries too, though. Do you know what I mean? It's I not always be people-pleasing as well. I used didn't to be suit, didn't pe- suit, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I used to be a desperate pe- pre- uh, people-pleaser. But I definitely... And again, another thing to, to learn over lockdown. I think a lot of people learned coping mechanisms over lockdown. Uh, lockdown. Yeah. Reiki yeah. really fascinates me, though. So can you become like me a, too. better at it? Yeah, it kind of... I got sidetracked with it because of the comedy because I kind of started it before the comedy like mm. only a couple of months before it and then when the comedy started I kind of left it go like and it, it's a nice um, segue into the comedy before we obviously it wasn't great for the pandemic you know the way because it's all with hands yeah. on people's bodies you know it wasn't were you going to do were you gonna, was, was it your ambition to become a Reiki, like a Reiki master and yeah and I think I still will at some point I, I mean, there's no. Um, can anybody be a healer? Then is it a oh healer? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyone can, you do, can do a course on it, like. You can, girl. <laughs> you can do a course. I'll do a course. A fast course, love. Um, <laughs> so look, that's a lovely little segue, and it kind of gives a nice kind of a. This is a mammoth podcast. Um, <laughs> it's it, but it gives a lovely little, you know, I suppose look at what sh- what you were prior to this incredible yeah. journey that I, I think all those things definitely helped for the stand-up yeah um so you were doing a talk or something when you got spotted by the hardy bucks yes and you were fu- i don't know the full story just to, so look okay so just so pe- for people to know um you started comedy you won a competition you went on to great things but how did you start comedy how did it all how did it all happen so I finished the masters, and I like I was saying, I kind of knew I was like, okay, I don't know if I'm willing to literally sacrifice my life yeah. for this job. But I stayed in Simon, so I was working away with them, kind of part time, you know. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna take the year and just do random things. So mm. Reiki was one of them. Um, and then this talk came about. I said, I'm gonna push myself to like. I was kind of coming on, talking on Instagram stories, but I wanted to do public speaking. I was like, all right, let's be brave here. Mm. Let's just put myself out there. So I messaged these guys who were doing this mental health talks. And I was like, any chance I could just do a little talk, do you know what I mean? Just for a couple of minutes or whatever. And they're like, yeah, sure. You know, so, what, so what? 
Yeah, yeah. You were like, okay, I'm going to be brave. I'm going to try new things. I'm doing Reiki. I'd like to do a bit of public speaking. <laughs> oh, look, there's an event that's on over here. I'll just send him a mail. Hey, how's oh, it going? I've got no qualifications. <laughs> I've never literally t- did that. Yeah, just wow. messaged them and I was like, sure, they can only say no. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, of course, no worries, whatever. I was like, okay, cool. So then I had to like, get my talk ready. So the thing above the talk was, sounds pure cheesy, but it was feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm-hmm. So that was the whole thing. It was about how I was going to combine what I'd learned on the Masters. So I'd learn all about journaling, actually, is a huge part in social work. So oh, it's do, so do interesting. You journal? Yeah, journal all the time. Journal's amazing. It's the most beneficial yeah. thing you can do. Like, it's so interesting reading back on it as well. Yeah. You're like, because you'd be thinking, oh, I don't know, have I changed much? You're like, oh, oh I've changed. Like, I, yeah. I journaled our house into existence. Like, I know and it's rare enough that you talk, but like, I literally would go, before I go to sleep, I would go, I live in a, f- uh, f- uh, I live in a mansion on a, on, a, on a mountain overlooking a forest. Now, we don't live in a mansion on a mountain, but we live in a two-story house on a hill, and there's a little <laughs> forest underneath us. And when you go back and you look, I went back a couple of months ago and I was like, oh my God, I'm living there now. Do you know yeah. that kind of way? It was because we were just trying to buy a house. So I was just law of attraction. I just wanted a, like a mansion, a castle, a moat. And like, you know, you'd, you'd make it much bigger than, than you thought you'd ever get it. And then you'd be surprised. It's just amazing. But anyway, go on journaling. Go on yeah, so I'm just excited that there's another part. Like I know, like I found on this podcast, there's a lot of people who are doing a lot of the same things as me. And they're kind of like even you kind of preface it, going, "Oh, this kind of sounds a bit wanky now, but I journal." I know I shouldn't do that. Like, but you kind of do, but don't you? Do, yeah. You yeah. kind of like, oh, I just don't want. I want to keep, like, you know, I want to try and don't want this fella to think I'm a fucking nut job, or I don't want this girl to think I'm a nut job. So it's a bit of perseverance or uh, self uh, preservation. Yeah. But, um, but there is, you're right. There's a lot of people into it, like mm. more than you think. Mm. Um, but it is really fascinating. I guess maybe it's because we're moving away as well from the whole, like, you know, I don't know if, it, obviously we're still a heavily Catholic country, but people are looking at different things now. Do you know what I mean? Spirituality, I think, is getting kind of big. Mm. But yeah, anyway, I was doing a talk there. <laughs> so I did that. And uh, and I added in a bit of some jokes, like, it was kind of funny as well, yeah. do you know? And uh, I, I, my friends came or whatever and watched, and my family were there. And then the Hardy Bucks were the hosts yeah. of it. So they said to me after, they were like, you know, you, you got a good few laughs there. Like, do you know what I mean? They're like, do you ever think about doing stand-up? And I was like, it actually is like one of my things, you know, on, on the list. list yeah. yeah. So I was like explaining, literally what my talk was about it, how I'd done Reiki and, you know, I was going to do all this. And they were like, yeah, sure, look, we'll give you a call there when we're down in Cork and you can do a few minutes for us or whatever. I was like, oh, cool, you know. I was like, I'm probably never going to hear from those boys again. Like, um... But they did. They rang me up and they were like, uh, yeah, we'll be in Cork there in October. And uh, if you want to do a few minutes for us, I was like, okay. Didn't have a clue what I was doing. Do you know what I mean? Just wrote a set yeah. of random things. Like, I actually, um, I found it. My first ever set that I wrote the night before I went up um, to do the den. And I was like, I just found it. <laughs> Which goes to show how little I wash my fucking bags. <laughs> That I was in my, the bottom of my bag, <laughs> so I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "This is my first, uh, my first ever set," and I was looking at, it, I was like, "It's ridiculous." Now you killed look back at it. You absolutely because I was I like the Wonky Donkey, which is a comedy club that doesn't run anymore. Well, maybe it might get back. Who knows? Um, over in the Mardike in Cork, run by a good friend of mine, Mike Mike Morgan, who's been on this podcast, and um, you killed it. And then you did a 
gig for me here then in the Coco Club shortly afterwards. Yeah, so you gave me the second gig then because you saw me that night. I was like, oh my God, yeah. I got another gig. This yeah. is amazing. And you, you smashed it here then as well. Did you do any more? You did, a, did you do any more gigs before you did the competition gig then? Um, I did two more. <laughs> you did one down in Kerry for me. Remember that one? That was yeah, so god awful. That was a bad gig. <laughs> that was so bad. But for everybody. <laughs> that like. was terrible. <laughs> and that was it, like I have a club down there, Kingdom Comedy Club, and at the time they were doing something in the cafe, so they couldn't give it. To, they were like, "Oh, just do it out in the bar there, and it'll be grand." And I was like, "Right, okay." And it was the gig from hell. <laughs> it was not alright. <laughs> it was not yeah, alright. Yeah. It was the exact opposite of alright, actually. <laughs> yeah. um, so you had four gigs done before you did the competition. Is it? So yeah, it was all literally just such a blur. Like so, I was a bit—I didn't know what I was doing with my life. Do you know what I mean? I was—I mm. was doing all these random things. I'd done the masters, but and then there was a lot of pressure as well because obviously when you finish masters, everyone's like, get "So job. get a job!" <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what are you no. doing? <laughs> you know, <laughs> my family were like, "What's the story?" <laughs> uh, I was like, "Ah, you know." But I've always been someone like my mom says she never worries about me because. My whole life, my mom was like, I'll just figure it out as I go. Yeah. I, that's that's my mantra. Yeah. Whatever, that's what they call it, isn't it? Mantras? Or? Um, mantra. Mantras. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. And it's a good way, though. It's a good little philosophy. Yeah, I'll figure it out as I go. Like learning on the job. And yeah. like you, like, just so people know, right, <laughs> there was a national stand-up competition by Radio 1, Ray Darcy, Radio, Radio 1 show. And he broke Maeve Higgins back in the day when he was in Today FM. Another fantastic Cork comedian living in in. She's unreal. Oh my yeah. god! I saw her in City Limits one time. Um, this is back before I was a comedian, and we had a work night out, one of these Christmas party nights out, and we, they were taking us to the comedy club, and uh, I I remember going, oh brilliant, because I secretly always I was a class clown, and you know I was making people laugh, and I was like, this is brilliant now, you know, and I remember everyone was want, were getting locked and stuff like that, and I just kind of distanced myself from them just while Maeve was on stage. And I just was transfixed, like, cause yeah. she was so good. But you remember when she was on that hidden camera show as well, like, turning up, great. trying to get people to marry her and stuff yeah. like that? So good. Like, and are you doing anything right now? Well, can, you know? So naturally funny, so naturally like, funny. yeah. I would love, I'd love to get her into Coco sometime, yeah, but she's in the States now, so who knows? Maybe someday. But, um, so, so he, he, so he was putting on this competition, right? And I know a lot of, you know, really good comedians who entered it as well. Like, you know, like, like, and then you'd entered it after four gigs <laughs> and you smashed it. I didn't have a clue you what I was doing. It. Like, but I, th I yeah. think that's probably, I think that's what comedy is though as well. It's when I think sometimes, I don't know if you feel this now, but like when you're in the nuts and bolts of it, you kind of put like, Oh, I need to have a callback. I need to have the power of tree with a joke here. Yeah. There needs to be a tag. A you tag. can overthink it. Like, overthink yeah. it. And it's the business side of it. Oh, I've been gigging here. Why am I, why am I not gigging here? You know, there's a little bit of political stuff going on. Um, but I think you probably just went in going, oh, fucking hell, boys. That was literally it. Like, this is great. I was like, this is great, isn't it? Gig yeah. anyway, it's at City Limits. Do you I, know was like, I was like, I have nothing to lose here at all. Because I could feel the pressure went. like from other people. Could you? Yeah. You know, there's competitions are really scary. They're very intimidating things. Like they're they're, horrible. they're a big part of I know now of being a comedian. You kind of have to be doing the competitions the whole time, but they're not enjoyable. No. Like they're very intense. And you're hanging so around with like eight or ten people who want the exact same thing as you, and uh, only one person can get it. And then yeah. there's going to be kind of fucking like uh, I did a podcast with. 
on Tom the Bear's podcast there recently yeah, and he was um, he was saying uh, we were talking about competitions and he was like um, yeah Jesus Christ I did a, a fucking competition in Dublin there a few years ago and I fucking was like a dog I should have won the fucking thing Jesus Christ I'll fucking mind I was like oh what competition was that and he told me the competition he goes John Brennan won it you wouldn't know John now because he doesn't do no. comedy anymore right and I was like Oh yeah, I know that competition. My friend Peter was in it, and he said he should have won it as well. That's the way comedians are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every comedian thinks yeah. that they should have won it. Like. I suppose in a way, actually, we're always in competition. Always. Because even on like any night, everyone wants to be the funniest comedian yeah. of the night. Like so. That's it, and it's like like it's great when like you you closed last night. It's the sweet spot closing because the audiences are are warmed up. Yeah. But like you were you're like it's easier, but it's also more responsibility because you have to keep it going for a longer period like you did maybe 25 minutes last night yeah and um it's hard work but like um it's the hardest job i've had it is very hard like it's fun though it's it's really fun but it it is very hard like i'd say the impact has on your body as well is incredible i'd love to know like what it actually does like i wonder has any comedian ever been like (laughs) strapped up to a machine to see like what what happens yeah your arteries are fairly clogged there cornelius (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) sedentary late late night uh, like the one good thing that uh, from my own point of view is like i have that i have to go home now <laughs> after gigs yeah. cuz like you know you've got I've a young family and stuff like that you're up early so i'm like even last night no i came I, I left my charger and i came back into you guys and you were all having a drink and i said i'll have a bottle of heineken heineken zero um and i had a mad taste for more like yeah. but it's rare it's rare now that i stay out but like when you're young like yourself now, you're a younger comic. She went to a gig last night after the gig. Yeah, yeah. And like, we're, and then when like, you were on the sauce, were you on the sauce? You on were on the sauce. sauce, yeah. Yeah, chips and the whole lot. Things are open, man. Yeah. The world is back, and yeah. I'm taking advantage just in case it's taken away again. It could, and it could but go But it was lovely stage. to be at live music as well. Last night was like one of my favorite nights. I was like, I got to come here, mm. close the gig, went so well. It was such a good gig. And then I got to go over there and listen to lovely live music. I was like, oh my God. I actually was actually a bit emotional at the gig. Mm. I was like, this is so nice. What a wonderful evening. Like, mm. How old are you? 28. Yeah. So like yeah. your mid-20s, like it's, it's, a, it's a great time to be alive in your mid-20s. Yeah. I yeah. still feel like I'm 26, which is when yeah. all the pandemic started. I'm the same. Yeah. I, I feel funny. like I'm 42. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still old. <laughs> um, so, so you won this competition, right? And... Oh, did you have to go on to onto the television? You to go, you yeah. to go on to television, yeah. You know, that, Joe, I think an anchor man is like, well, boy, that escalated quickly. Yeah. yeah, that was me as well. I was like, holy was shit. Was it the Late Late Show or something? It wasn't the Late Late uh, Show, was it? Ray Darcy Show. The Ray Darcy Show. Yourself, so. Justine Stafford and Mike Rice. Yeah. And Justine Stafford is a huge female comedian now, brilliant. And Michael yeah. Rice is pound for pound the best comedian I've ever seen. Yeah, um, he's killing it as well. He's killing it. He's just doing shows all over Europe. All over Europe. Yeah. Like, um, and when you think... If you look at the people that worked, continue to work uh, during the last two years, compared to the comedians who haven't done anything, you can just see how far ahead. We'll say, like, Mike is a great example. Mm. Um, he's, like, quadrupled his social um, uh, social media following. Yeah. He's got a following. All, he's s- selling out shows in Berlin. Like, I know. sell a fucking show up in Berlin, like? Do you know what I mean? So random. How, uh, like, Barcelona. <laughs> he was above in Norway and Come stuff like that. From Gdansk to see the film. Like, yeah. and you're, you're up against these, a girl who's done four gigs, and Mike would have, you know, a couple of hundred gigs maybe, or a hundred gigs, <laughs> yeah. and Justine the same. And um, 
definitely, in my eyes, you were like, I, I knew you were funny. I'd seen you and I'd booked you in my own club, but I was like, oh yeah, you're a massive underdog here, like, you know? But you were brilliant. It was crazy. It was so crazy. Like, yeah, so kind of plunged into the comedy world, literally head first. When they announced you as the winner, like, like what was going through your mind? This is on national television. Like. Yeah, just shock. Yeah. It's so, so crazy. I was like, just disbelief. Yeah. Couldn't believe. It all happened so fast. <laughs> it was just, he called out my name. Oh my God, oh, after okay. winning this thing. Shit, I'm going to have to do, I'm going to have to write a television show. I was like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> that was the prize. Yeah, that you was, get, you so get, you got a pilot, so there was no guarantees they'd make anything. Yeah. But it was still like a great opportunity. So I sure didn't know what I was doing again with that. Yeah. Writing, a, <laughs> writing a show. I looked up a YouTube video. Oh my <laughs> how, God. how to write a script. <laughs> I sent off this fucking dodgy word document. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but they gave me, like, they signed me up then with script writers. So I had um, fantastic script writers on both of them. So I had Emer McLeaset and Sarah Breen on the first ones. They wrote the Oh My God, What a Complete Ashling books, which are huge. Yeah. They were on Tom Tiernan show, actually, was it last week? The one, yeah, the one with Des, Des was on as well. Um, and then the second one was Eleanor Tiernan. Um, I fucking she's love so Eleanor funny. Tiernan. So funny. She's Tommy's first cousin. Yeah. She's a brilliant comedian living in London. I, I only gigged with her once ever down in Mike DePies. Did you ever do a gig in Mike DePies? No, I've heard so much about this place. Down in Listole, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, Bernard Casey is the guy to get onto for that. You should send him a message saying, look, I'd love to do it sometime. Yeah. And he'd definitely get you in. Um, and she was on. And Mike DePise is a, f- it's, it's a bar in Listole. And Listole is like John B country, like, you know. So there is an artistic vibe all the way through the town. But it is still essentially a pub gig, like, you know. Yeah. Um, with a stage at the back. And then at the front of the pub, there's televisions. And they, s- they screen the comedy like so you're on stage and it's screened and piped in so there's all men sitting at the counter looking up the television <laughs> going oh Jesus Christ she's funny alright <laughs> it's really weird but that's Eleanor so t- weird I was doing a gig and Ellen Tierney was on and um, like I, I I remember I struggled I struggled and the host struggled and it was Bernard wasn't there and um, who hosted I can't remember who hosted, but I remember anyhow, I struggled myself anyway, and the host was finding it tough to get command of the room, and this is a good few years back. And then Eleanor Tiernan went up, and I was like, oh, she's going to find this tough now. She's going to find this tough. And she destroyed the room. Oh, my God. She's so sarcastic. It's amazing. Yeah. Her, 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 I love the sarcasm in her humor. Like, yeah. Like, brilliant. Like, what was it like working with her? Again, I just felt so lucky mm. to be working with someone like this. I was like, oh, my God. Um, she's so so sound really funny really lovely she went above and beyond actually she shame. did more than she should have been doing like she put in so much work into it she was wor- she was doing a film in, in Kerry or in Cork as well this year yeah when, where so, so you were in the same county so were you able to meet or was it she was down in West Cork so no <laughs> no we didn't no, and even different. like we did cat laughs and she was on the night before me and then she had to go back to London. So we actually just keep like Listen. missing each other. Yeah. We're like, eventually, we'll, we'll, I'm sure our paths will cross some point. But you would have had Zoom meetings and stuff, would you? Yeah. Yeah. Like I did a gig with Kyla last night. I've never met Kyla in my whole, or uh, yesterday. I never met her in my whole entire life. But I felt like, I'm sure you're the same. If, you, if she walked in the door here, you'd feel like you know her. Like. Yeah. But that's the kind of the, the madness of, um, of technology. 
It is weird, isn't it? Oh, it, yeah. but it's kind of cool, though. It yeah. is cool because, like, I feel like even with Kyla now is a great example. I do genuinely feel like she's a friend. Yeah. You know, and she's like, she's a comic. And I do think when you're, it's like if I'm at a party and there's 100 people at the party and there's one comedian, another comedian there, at the end of the night, I'm going to be standing beside that comedian <laughs> talking to him, like, you know, or talking to her. <laughs> yeah. Because our brains are wired in a different way. We get yeah. giddy about stupid stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's you so know? true. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's magic. It's magic. Come here. Um, I have, I have one two three four more questions like and this is we're nearly at an hour but i just really want to know kind of i'm gonna i'll ask you the questions quickly right um <laughs> well this is one is really the same kind of question like uh, how did yeah no that's the same question really so what are, what's your day-to-day like now at the moment oh like what's your working week like as a comedian changes Get up it changes four. all the time yeah yeah it's hard actually i live with my two friends and obviously the like, one's a teacher and it's funny, like, when you're not living with other, like, artists, <laughs> you, f- you feel a bit useless. <laughs> because they're all, like, you know, up at the crack of dawn. Making lunches. You know what I mean? Having lunch, yeah, you know, or wrecked in at five or whatever. And you're like, like my day is nothing like this. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny because Noelle has a real job. Yeah. I, I call it real jobs. Yeah. Like, we don't have a real job. And... um there's a fierce regimented uh, like regime and, yeah. and like beginning, a middle, and an end. To if you're a teacher, obviously, but like we ha- like the hardest part of like you said, comedy is hard, and it is. The hardest part is motivating yourself. You literally do, do have to. You're your own kind of yeah. Everything you have to tell yourself. Yeah. Sit down, write something, do something. Or uh, yeah, I'm trying to get a bit better at it. I'm a bit. I'm not great. Like I probably need more routine. Yeah. In terms of posting online and stuff. You're pretty like good on Instagram, though. Like your Instagram is my number one thing. I enjoy it. I think yeah. probably I'm getting a bit. I'm not too bad on Twitter. What I'm about TikTok? The odd Twitter, TikTok every now and then. That's more just kind of for myself, just a bit of fun. Um, not I, very. Sorry, go on. Dedicated to it, but it's fascinating TikTok. I feel like if I proper gave it a good go, it could be good. Like, do you know what I mean? But it's I, just about just doing it. Like I don't it's know It's just why. about doing it. Yeah. I don't know why I haven't done it. I I've, I set myself a challenge that I wanted to do a sketch a week this year, right? Mm. Um, and that I want to try and grow on all my platforms. So I like I'll put a sketch up, but I'll put it when I put it up. Then I'll put it I'll put it on all the platforms. I used to do that at all, which is a stupid thing not to do. Like like even on Twitter yeah. now, where sketches don't really go well normally. Like, but yeah. um, I think if you have like like even with journaling now, I mean, it's it's only all you have to do is write it, and it'll happen. Like that's the thing. Like. But yeah, I mean, we can be you can kind of be scared of like how you're going to be perceived, but it's like, ah, oh, fuck it, let's just no, throw it out there. Yeah, let's you just go for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you ever put up something and delete it? Yeah, I'm always doing that. Yeah. Uh, oh god. Yeah, uh, I put something up. If you and overthink if it, it, like just post it. That's what's so funny about TikTok. It's normally like something ridiculously viral. Like yeah. something you might put a load of work into something else and yeah. go nowhere, and then it'd be like a photo of your cat or something <laughs> go viral. Yeah. And that's that's what's um, that's what's kind of like it's it's maddening, but it's also I suppose it's what makes it unique, like because nobody knows what's going to hit. Yeah, do you know, so it's like an exciting time as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because there's so many platforms now. Do you know, YouTube as well is a big one. Like, but uh, do um, you do? I must do YouTube. I I, don't that's do my plan now to start YouTube. Yeah. I've said it now. It's done. It's out to the universe. I've said it, so it has to happen. But what are you going to do on YouTube? Like comedy, like comedy sketches and stuff, or um, what? No, I think just like Reiki. kind of vlogs, Ooh. do you know? Just like random things, like even like 
a comedian going to a gig. Do you know mm. what I mean? Just kind of documenting life. Yeah. Do you know? Could be interesting. I don't know. Well, I tell you, that's that's a cool thing to do. I I consider the podcast kind of like that a digital diary of my life. Like mm. you know, because I talk uh, you know about my family, I talk with my wife and stuff like that. And even sometimes, I know this is a bit like wanky to use your own phrase, but like I might go back and listen to an episode now, you know, from a year ago or like you know around this time last year. I, I actually listened to two episodes there recently that um, myself and Noel did, and it just brought me back to that moment in time. So. People used to do diaries all the time. Yeah. Uh, and, um, like, this is a digital diary, you know, and Literally. vlogs are the same, like, you know? Yeah, that's why I see, like, taking photos and stuff as well. Photograph everything, video everything. Yeah. You'd be looking at it when you're dead bread. <laughs> your dead bread. Your dead bread. Yeah. Yeah. On Doing my lap. Dead by bread. <laughs> Tony's beast. <laughs> um, okay, prison meal. I'm going to finish on this. Prison meal. Okay, you've, I told you this last night. I'm going to ask all you right. this question. What are you? Ha- you're, you've you've been well, committed. You've been to sentenced what hat I was gonna wear. to death for a crime you didn't commit. Okay, what hat are you wearing? Actually, yes. I'm all right. First of all, I probably committed the crime. <laughs> <laughs> um, soup. Oh, this sounds so boring now. Don't what judge me. What type of right? soup? It's going to be a good creamy vegetable soup, but the, there's bread rolls with it. Okay. Now, the bread rolls that you get, like <laughs> you get them in Aldi or Duns or wherever you buy them. And you sprinkle, you sprinkle a bit of water on them. What? Show them in the oven, cook them fresh, like. Okay. Turn them over. Take about 10 minutes. Amazing. Bring them out of the oven. Butter? Butter, real butter now, like. Carry uh, Flake on a load of butter. Too much butter. It doesn't matter. You're going to die eat. anyway. Yeah, it makes no difference. That is so, such a good starter. So the soup... Is vegetable soup, is it? And yeah. is, it a, is it a packet soup? Are you making it yourself as your mother? You can get any Chef Ramsay can make this soup. Um, yeah, maybe <laughs> President Michael D. Higgins can make it just for the laugh. Michael D. makes the yeah. soup, vegetable soup. All right, okay, so what's your, what are you having for your dinner? This is a tough one. I do like curries, but I've gone with Latana pizza. Have you ever had it? No. So I get Uno, so it's called, and uh, pizza. So it's like slammy and cheese and it's basically like pepperoni <laughs> just is, it, is it a place that you is it a takeaway Latana, that you get it? yeah it's up top of Arick Street Latana but the garlic dip oh my god unbelievable oh my god. such good I get two I get two things of garlic dip like and they're big they're big yolks like uh. but um yeah, that's what I would get. Sometimes when I'm ordering food in the chipper and if I'm ordering a lot of food and if it's just for myself um I'll order it and then the, the thing will come and I'll be like, oh yeah, I need two cans, uh, three cans actually. She would get, yeah, uh, and I'll get three cans to give the impression that um, this isn't all for, <laughs> for me. somebody else, <laughs> yeah. Because I'll drink those three cans anyway. I love like ice cold. Do you always tries to trick you into getting more food? Domino's. Like it's like, they're always like, oh, but you can get two pizzas for, like the way they do their deals. You're, like you'd you be a fool not to get it. <laughs> for an extra two It's actually girls. less. <laughs> it, no, but it actually would be less. Sometimes to get like two, like a massive meal. Anyway, yeah, domino um, effect, I suppose. Then maybe it's into the maybe the word so. so you're getting pizza, garlic dip, and, and chips, the chips. homemade chips. And you get just what are you having on chips? Salt and vinegar. Salt, low of salt. No, just the chips. They're beautiful by themselves. I have to get chips now on the way home. Um, are they chunky chipper chips? Like yeah, really, really good. I'll have to go here. I'll have you to check have that to. Out. Honestly, get two garlic dip. All right, you've eaten that. You've enough. had your soup. <laughs> you've had your soup. You're remarked. I'm always really full after soup. 
Um, yeah. Like I like, like soup is a dinner. I will for me. have overdone it on the bread rolls. But yeah. they've given you, we'll say, four hours to digest that and to kind of go, all right, okay, you're ready to go. Then you have your pizza, you have your chips. They give you. That's decent of them to give you a nice amount of time. Well, yeah. your time is running out. Like. <laughs> They're like, look, we'll give her the time, but like at the same time, you, her time is running out. She's dead tomorrow. Yeah. Guillotine as well, by the way. That's the way you're going. Um, oh, I like it. So an hour yeah. before the guillotine, they come into you and they're like, right, what do you want for your... Uh, dessert, your dessert is chocolate brownie and raspberries. Choc- like so, so raspberries in it. Like real raspberries yeah. inside the chocolate brownie. Yeah. I'm down with the chocolate brownie, but I've never had raspberry with a chocolate brownie and in my life. Maybe white chocolate in there as well. I've had it so, so good. Like I had a, um, a white chocolate, um, a hot chocolate white chocolate recently, and it was like, why have I never had one of these before? Yeah. They're amazing. So good. Oh, the brownie has to be heated as well. Very important. Um, and ice cream with a... Ice cream, white chocolate, like raspberries plucked freshly from, like uh, uh, like you're talking about prop, not, not, yeah. not, not a raspberry sauce, like. No, no, no. Like yeah. they're, it's in the brownie, like the yeah, raspberries. You want to get, get your vitamins. Yeah, yeah it's important. Yeah. Before the guillotine gets me. Yeah, before the guillotine gets me. I want to be you. looking good. Yeah, and what are you drinking? You can have anything you want. So, it depends. I have to have tea and coffee, I feel. In the same cup at the same time? No. <laughs> um, I tried to read my fortune the other day. I don't know if that's how it works. I went to Tara's tea room. You know the way they, they do, they give you the proper like tea leaves. Yeah. And uh, I don't think it's how it works. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> your, your man, I had to explain to him when he came to get my cup because he was like, what kind of a moron is this? Like, you know no, I'm just trying to see what's going to happen for the rest of the day. Her cup is full of the leaves. Because <laughs> like, they give you the yolk to sieve it. Yeah. You know? So I'd explain how, like, I intentionally, like, went into the teapot <laughs> and stu- spooned it into my working cup. Meanwhile, your two flatmates are out working full-time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's what art is, guys. I do a bit with a Red FM, actually, as well. Oh, I forgot about Red FM. Yeah. yeah. Tell, tell, tell us a little bit about... They're training me in. So I was on Christmas and New Year's. I was on with them uh, doing a show, 7 to 10. Um, and then um, I did a bank holiday as well. I must so admit, no. I didn't get a chance to listen <gasps> to any of those. But Shocking. I was down in Kerry, to be fair. Oh, yeah, they um, had bad coverage. So they had yeah. bad, ke- the bad <laughs> coverage. But I would have listened to it. But, like, I remember you posting about it, and, like, that's another Buzzing, just like, amazing great. thing. So yeah. they're training you in. Yeah, so to train how to do the desk and all that. That's great. That's so great. They must have big ambitions for you. So they're, they're not going <laughs> to spend time, you know, doing something like that. Hopefully, he, yeah. I don't know. Should we and see? is your man leaving? What's your man's name? Ray. Ray's gone, isn't he? Or he's going, isn't I he? I what they're going to do. What's going to happen to Laura? Maybe, maybe, it's <laughs> maybe it's the Sinead and Laura show. You know? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Well, look, listen, they haven't got on to me yet. Yeah. You know? Um, and anyway. She's busy now sponsoring herself. I'm up the walls now with like <laughs> conversations with Cornelius sponsored by conversations with Cornelius podcast uh, so I'm Patreon. Still, I'm still just going with the flow but it is it's like so, I love that about the entertainment industry though yeah. that it's so like you just don't know what's around the corner yeah. in a way like it's terrifying in that you don't know what's around the corner it's like how am I going to pay my bills next month yeah. I don't know but I will yeah yeah and it'll work out mm, and, and the more you do it and the long and this is a thing that I've noticed an awful lot right the more you do it and the more you persevere the more stuff starts to come your way and the less stressed you become with things like money for example and you know security yeah. and all that like for years like if, like I was like like 
literally living from week to week like you know five euro down if i found five euro in my pa- my pocket i'd be like sweet i'm gonna eat today like kind not yeah. as bad as that but like do you know it, it it takes a while unless you have a meteoric rise to success like yourself which i would normally be well i wouldn't i personally wouldn't be but like normally people might go oh that's you know she's been handed but she's been handed everything why why am i getting this but you are so talented it's clear to everybody, even from that very first gig, Sinead, and I'm not trying to really blow you up here because it is true, and I've said it to you off stage. I've said it to yeah. you. You were so talented from the very first go. You have the funny bone that so many comedians would love to have, but you have the chops, the writing chops. Like that stuff you did last night, like it was, like I know, I know your material fairly well. I've gigged with you a good bit. Yeah. And like, I was so looking forward to hearing your new material last night. And it was brilliant. You were talking Aww, about dating. Thanks so much. Breadcrumbing. And like, I heard, that was the only one that I knew, um, you know, we were like, oh, does that, well, I knew ghosting as well. What was yeah. the other, what was the ghost, what was the one after? There's haunting. So haunting with, some, with somebody has ghosted you and then they're back. <laughs> <laughs> Six months later, they're back. They're haunting you. And uh, oh, yeah, I call that one the Patrick Swayze. Patrick yeah. Swayze, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was, it was so good. And it was all new. And like breadcrumbing is when people are kind of going, yeah, how are you? Not too bad. And yourself. And then you like just leaving a little. Yeah, the odd message here and there saying they normally only contact you via Snapchat. <laughs> and uh, their idea of taking you on a date is going for a spin. <laughs> yeah. If you're really lucky, you might even get a McFlurry. That's right. And you were, you like... Yeah, no, it's 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 great to have you on. We've talked for uh, nearly an hour and twelve minutes, Sinead, right? And I wouldn't mind, right? But we have a we've fifteen minutes of a podcast, and then a twenty <laughs> minutes of no, just a conversation that we both thought we were in a podcast. <laughs> yeah. We've nearly talked for two hours. But it's just been so nice, and it's been brilliant. And it, yeah. I haven't even touched on it, so I'm going to have to get you back some other time. If, if you come, will you come on again another yeah, day? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And thank you so much because you do an awful lot for people as well for comedians. Like you know, you gave me that second gig. You gave a load of people chances. Do you know what I mean? You're a big supporter of others, which is actually rare yeah. to find. So well, yeah, I, I think well I, done you too, like. Do you know thank I mean? you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. I mean that. Thank you so much. I I I think I never really think like that because I always just go. I'm sure I'm just a comedian myself, and I'm only trying to run gigs and pay my own bills. And sure, I have to have comedians on. And but like I do try, like I do try to to help the younger lads yeah. that are com- that are coming on, giving them spots and stuff like that. But the end of the day sure like we're all gonna die we're all gonna <laughs> die yeah you know but we're doing something that we love like and we're doing that's so nice and it it is like to say that. and like uh, i know you're talking about your 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 flatmates there that are a teacher or whatnot and they're like i think they're probably doing what they want to do as well that's you know? it yeah and you know sure who are we to say who's right and who's wrong you know yeah we all find our feet somewhere i'm gonna go away and become a reiki master after this <laughs> i know Thanks so much for having me on. It's been great. It's been great. And I would, do you know what? Now we're at one minute and 13, uh, um, uh, one hour and 13 minutes and 27 seconds. Uh, I just have to, has to go to 14 because I hate the number 13. Oh, I actually fair hate enough. the number 13. Colm O'Neill, our foot, uh, our, from my club, was uh, wore 13 all his life and he got f- uh, three cruciate ligaments. And I was like, would he ever change over to 15? <laughs> yeah. Do you know? <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the jersey that's it. Ba- it probably yeah. wasn't, but like, yeah. I'm just like, it is, it is, it's a negative number for me for some reason. If they, if We're Friday the 13th and all that. Yeah, Friday the 13th yeah. and just, I don't know. So um, we've got four seconds to go. So if you anything to say, four seconds. Uh, goodbye. Thank you. Okay, bye. <laughs>